So know right okay. now that if you want to persuade someone to take action, you have to tap into their emotions. And what you are probably going to do just automatically is fear. You're going to say something mm -hmm. fearful or shaming, you know, because that's what you've been taught. And, and that's fine. You know, we're here to do a different way. Today's show is sponsored by winthehourwintheday.com. We help you stop working so hard with our three-part formula, team, execution, and scale. Hey entrepreneurs, are you going full speed just trying to keep up? Do you feel you have more losses than wins? For years, I was rushing to get to the next thing. There was always something that I had to learn before the thing I actually needed to learn. I felt like I was running in the wrong direction and moving even further away from my goals. So the big question is, how do you stop the craziness? How do you get to your next win? Well, this podcast will give you the answer. Join me on my journey as we have real conversations about struggles, successes, and tips so we can get you quicker, faster results, no fluff, and get you to your next win now. Hey friends, we are launching our winner's circle and we're going to cover things in it like how to get your ideas to execution fast, how to build an amazing team you can afford, the mastering the 60-40 win formula, and just ultimately stopping that foolish grinding it out because you know what? Your business should support your life, not consume it. Check out the link, the winner's circle. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Win the Hour, Win the Day. And I am your host, Chris Ward. Now today we have Michelle PW in the house and she is going to talk to us about copywriting. Now, hold on, hold on before you switch the channel and go do something else. We all have to do some element of copywriting. So we're not talking about the official funnels, copywriting, you know, how to get your message out there in volumes and info products. We're just talking about how to communicate online you know, to get engagement, to represent yourself. Well, you know what? Let me not tell you. Let Michelle tell you, because I'm sure I'm not doing it justice. Michelle, welcome to the show. Well, thank you so much for having me. So I'm excited to be here. Okay, Michelle, we chatted quite some time ago. We talked about writing from a copywriting position, from a position of using your love versus fear, because we do all know we've been trained that fear motivates action. We need emotion. It's a much more uh, powerful indicator to move somebody from A to B, right? So that's the main frame of what's out there now. Tell me why we should be doing that differently. <laughs> no pressure. I'm, I'm, la I'm laughing because part of the, the, the idea with love is that, is that I'm not, I'm not really like, this is a choice. <laughs> It's not so much me um, telling you what to do. It's me educating you and offering you a different choice. So, because if you well, know. and I mean that they know that I'm not trying to bully you. So we could just skip oh, that part. I'm not. You're not but here to. You're, you're here to share why you think there are other options. Yes, there are other options. And because the thing is, is yeah, the the whole idea is, um, you know, it's really just it's. Um, it, it, it's another way to, to do it because I know a lot of people. Part of the reason how I got into this is because entrepreneurs. Um, uh, a lot, I had a lot of coaches and uh, my friends and colleagues that would say to me, Michelle, you know, we really hate the traditional way of writing copy because it mm -hmm. felt really salesy and inauthentic and arm twisty. And at the time, this was a, this was a while ago because I'm old and I've been in this industry for a while. Um, at the time, the only copywriting experts out there were were like old, you know, grizzled direct response copywriting men. And, and their response was, you know, do it 
you know, this is, this is what works and do it. And if you don't want to do it, you don't have a real business. So they didn't really give a, a good choice. Right. So I came around and, and, you know, so they're telling me to do it. And at first I said, absolutely not. I'm not going to do it. You know, there's plenty of good copywriting, but eventually what happened was, is I, I started to realize that there was another way. And um, it, it kind of came because, because um, I was really trying to figure this out because I, I felt that there was a, a better way to do it. Um, but, uh, I, I couldn't, I didn't really, I didn't, I, I felt it, but I didn't really understand how. And then one day in 2013 or 2014, my friend came out, uh, with this, this is like, I guess a director's, uh, like a PDF book called love-based marketing. And I looked at it and I thought love-based copywriting. And then I thought, well, what would mm. be the opposite fear-based copywriting? And it was like, zoom, the whole thing just kind of flowed into me. And that's when I realized that, you know, the whole essence of copywriting and the whole essence of sales too, by the way. So if you don't, if you don't want to write any copy, um, you know, take, you're probably gonna have to do sales calls. So you can take everything I teach here and apply it to sales calls. You can also take everything I teach here and apply it to your kids. If you have kids, because quite honestly, you're using a lot of persuasion when you're trying to get your kids to go to bed at a better, decent bedtime. Yes. I always tell people who say they're not into sales. I say, listen, everything is sales, getting your kids to bed on time is sales that you sell all day long exactly so this is about getting people to take action whether it's copy whether it's sales or whatever yes. and you're saying the traditional scare tactics is not the only way so give us an example yes. where do we start so the idea is um so where you start is first of all um is you're going to be tapping into love-based emotions versus fear-based emotions so know right okay. now that if you want to persuade someone to take action you have to you have to tap into their emotions and what you are probably going to do just automatically is fear you're going to say something mm. fearful or shaming you know because that's what you've been taught and and that's fine you know we're here to do a different way so um so in order to start persuading with love you're going to want to do things a little bit different and one of the first steps you'll want to do is um really get to really know who you're talking to because the more you can actually speak to the person you're trying to persuade in their language and really hit upon what's keeping them up at night the easier this is all going to be because if you have like, you know, what they call now, like a really, really hot offer, because the thing is, is you can actually take some of these really, really hot offers and just post it on Facebook. Don't get into all the, you know, like all the pain and, and everything before then. And you'll, you'll convert because you've so captured the essence of what people want, the transformation they want. And that's part of how you're getting into the, to the love-based stuff is you're actually tapping into where, you know, what, what their dreams are versus, you know, the, versus the idea of what they're moving away from the pain part. Okay. Let me jump in here. So, so that I make sure I'm getting this correctly. So we work with entrepreneurs. We're all about, you know, helping entrepreneurs stop working so hard. I don't believe right. in grinding it out. I believe that which does not kill you makes you tired. Right. Okay. So we talk about our win formula, which I believe you should be in. It's 60, 40 rule, 60% execution, 40% admit. So if I was coming at from this, there's two options. One of, listen, you're working crazy hours. You're doing all this stuff, you, you know, whatever, go through the whole scare tactic of this is not the lifestyle they promised you. Do you want to be doing this two years from now? Only more tired, that traditional scare thing. Or would I be going saying, you know, um, I, I guess the other thing is you're sitting around with your family. You're not paying attention. They're talking to you, but underneath that at all, you're still entrepreneur. Your mind's racing, blah, blah, blah. So that can be a scare tactic. Or could I be saying, 
is the love approach saying, remember that day, that, that day that you just, uh, you were just relaxed. You were just lounging around. You're with your family. You were just really looking around and enjoying them. What if you could have more days like that? Is that a love approach? Yes, that's definitely okay. a love approach. And then what you were saying about the, the pain piece of it earlier, there's it. I mean, what you said actually wasn't that unlove unloveful either, you know, for lack okay. of a better term, because what I mean by fear really is more like um, building pictures up. But like you really see this with future sp spinning and shaming. So if you take that, like if you just, if, if you, your ideal clients are in pain, your clients are in pain, you know that because they're really struggling. Mm -hmm. They're working way too many hours yeah. and they haven't gotten it together and they know this and it is bothering them. So we do want to acknowledge the pain. We just don't want to like, like what, when it would be turned into pain, when it would be, when it would be turning into like fear-based marketing, I think is if you were to say, um, like the whole cats in the cradle thing, uh, that uh, song where okay. you said, you know what, you know, your kids are growing up and you're going to be, you know, doesn't, you know, it, you know, you're going to, you're spending so much time with your mm. business that your kids are going to ignore you and, um, and stick you in a nursing home, you know, that kind of fear-based okay playing into the that's the problem but simply acknowledge that's like you know what this you, there's a better way to live um you okay. know right now you might be really struggling but there's a better way to live and so it's it's respect so i'm a nicer person than i realized so my pain yeah. my fear base wasn't that mean it is <laughs> i know well that, that's the thing because a lot of people you know it it, it they really dig into because part of i think what happened is you know like if they weren't getting results you know, some of the traditional marketers would tell them to really dig in more in the pain. And while that, mm, I hear work, that, I hear that a lot. Yeah. yeah. It's that's where you're, that's where you're going to really turn it into fear-based marketing, but simply acknowledging in a respectful manner, their pain is because mm. then they know that you're, that you, you understand them. It's like, cause then okay. otherwise they're not going to know that. So almost like don't bully them or don't take yes. it. Yes. We are uncomfortable and this situation, but don't almost like, you know, when you see those uh, infomercials where whatever, let's say they're selling you a, a new brush and all of a sudden they show you the black and white picture of somebody trying to brush their hair with the old brush and it's painful. And you know, it's just so dramatic. And finally you take a brush and throw it against their the wall. Head and, they're, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they've stuck their head out a window for a half hour. So their hair is all tangled and you're like going, well, that's a bit dramatic. I've brushed my hair my entire life. And that is never, maybe your, maybe your brush is better, but I've never been where you're trying to sell me. I was exactly. right. So, so that's the pain thing when they go to that crazy side, right? Yeah. Or shaming shaming is another one that they use so okay. like shaming a big one with shame usually happens and a lot of even really good-hearted people fall into this trap because i know it's it's really scary but you know like you you think you've got your client signed on and then they email you the next day and say they changed your mind and so then the, a lot of times they'll send that shaming emails like well if you're really serious about whatever it is you wanted to do you would you would mm -hmm. hire me in a second that's also because you're shaming them to, to say to 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 you know like well clearly you're not you know, you, you're not taking this seriously, or you'd find the time, or you'd find the money, or successful people always find the time. And, and, you know, that, those angles, those are very shaming. And that's where, that's another place that this can really show up. But what does that, that's not going to work anyhow. If they weren't going to pay you before, they're not going to pay you now. What I, people, so some people it does work because it depends on what your own wounds are. So if you, if you're, if you really are, um, you, you can, you can get sucked into it, but I can guarantee anybody that comes to you based on you shame them into coming to you. It's not going to yeah, be it's not fun, fun for no. either you or them. <laughs> so. No, no, no. I, I, we even had conversations in other shows where I say like, I'm even a little bit 
cautious on the follow-up. Like if I have to, you know, like, I really want you to show up ready to play. I, when I get, if I've gotten those emails, the odd time where they, oh, they change your mind. My reply is when the student is ready, the teacher will come. I'm like, because that's all I can say. I feel like saying, listen, I wasted my time with you yesterday and you made us send you all the paperwork. But I'm like, okay, we got to leave this gracefully. When a student is ready, the teacher will come. Yeah. So you're, you're very love-based. You don't even know. I am going to start calling people. (laughs) I had someone this morning that didn't think I was so love-based. I'm calling her back. I would (laughs) call her back and see the love-based expert said I'm love-based. Okay. This is good to know. Okay. So, so shaming we, it's not a matter of don't use it because it doesn't work, but also be mindful when you don't realize you're using it, right? You think you're using yeah, it. You, you fall into unconscious because if you're really stuck in, and I get it, you know, if you're stuck in scarcity, you, you, you're afraid you can't mm. pay the mortgage, you know, I understand why you go in there, but you, that's when you have to be, that's when you really have to stand firm because the more you yeah. um, suck into that, you know, anytime you bring in money, with that kind of emotion, you know, you're just, you're, you're, I mean, you're also bringing in the emotion with it. So you're going to just, so even if, even if you get that short-term hit, you know, it's just, uh, you know, you pay for it. Yeah. yeah. A few months yeah. later, you're going to start to think maybe this client wasn't worth it after all. So hundred yeah. percent. Okay. So tell us, we've got things that we don't know. We don't know. So we get started. Did we, did, I don't even remember. Did we get started? Did you tell us how well, to get yeah, started? So I, yeah, I did, but I, I didn't go into it as, as much. So with your ideal clients, um, oh, and I, I, I want to actually, before, we, if, if, if I could, I'd like to do an example of sure. how to do the shame, how not, I mean, what you did is fine when the teacher comes, but there, I, I can also share another example sure. of how to do this without using shame. So okay, um, this is a real life example, because it was a couple of clients of mine years ago, and they had this um, uh, they had a mastermind that was kind of about, uh, about making a, a quantum leap and, um, what they had in their FAQ, which was like, um, you know, what if I don't have the time? And instead of going into the, well, you're clearly, you're not serious. They didn't do that. They said, you know what, when you're going to have a quantum leap, um, there's going to be, uh, when you're really trying to step into this big, you're going to have breakdowns. There's going to be times where things are just not going to work. Cause that's part of the process. And you might be in a place where you can't have the breakdowns. Maybe you've got a sick parent to take care of, or, a a child that's getting ready for school or whatever. And that's okay. If you can't, if you're, if that's not you this year, then don't worry about it. You know, where we can hug and be friends and I'll, I'll move on. But if you're ready, if you're ready to do whatever it takes mm. uh, to, to have this quantum leap, then, you know, come on board and then let's, you know, buckle up, let's do it. So mm, okay. see how the energy with that. So you can still mm. address it, but you know, you've just shifted the energy, which is like, cause it's basically, it is, it's just acknowledging that, you know, your clients are adults and are not children that you need to manipulate into um, coming, you know, you know, bring, being your client. You know, that's a really good point. No, and what it reminds me of is, I'm, I mean, I'm not, I had to learn, I'm not always the world's best person at asking for favors, but I've had to learn. So if I was asking somebody for something, I always like to give them a way out. You yeah. know, so here, you know what, I was wondering if you could help me with this. But if you can't like, like whatever, I've got a plan B, like I was, you know, this might be a better approach, but so I think it it reminds me of that, where look, give them the grace to have an exit and not feel cornered because then if they step forward and engage with you and become your client, 
it's going to be with a different energy and it's, it's, you're just going to win all around. Exactly. Because now you're going to have a more committed client because why on earth you want to work with somebody who isn't committed to you? No, or stressed or you drug in. Yeah. 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 No, I agree with that. You're going to be chasing them. And, um, and then they might, after all that, ask for their money back anyway. So yeah, that's a rookie mistake. You do that in the beginning years and you realize, I think they're, I'm paying them to work for them. So, and I also think then you have the opportunity for them to come back because you treated them with grace. Right. Okay. So that's okay. That's a good example. Continue. Okay. So, uh, well, now that if you, we can go back to what you had asked for, which is how to get started. So I just, okay. but I just wanted to slip that in there because I think that's just sure. really important to hear the, the, um, the exam, the positive way to do it. So, yeah. so getting started in order to, to, to really be able to, um, be, being very specific is your friend. So the more you, so I really want you to, um, get very, very, very clear on your ideal client. I mean, super clear, which is, um, you know, really know what who, exactly who they are and what is motivating them, you know, what their dreams are, their desires are. And because the more you know what's motivated them, the more you could actually speak into what's motivating them versus like kind of like a nebulous, they want more money, they want more clients, they want, you know, that's very, you know, that's very broad and can, um, and can apply to pretty much everybody. So the more, but your, your clients aren't, I, I realize maybe you, you could help everybody, but you're not going to help everybody because not yeah. everybody is going to say yes. So the more you can drill down and get really, really specific. So one, one exercise that I would encourage is to, for you to think to yourself, you know, who is my ideal client and why? And the why part is really important and write it down if you can, because the why is going to make it really clear why you want to do this. And then, um, and, and, you know, what's motivating you, what, what, what you want to see in future ideal clients. And then the second thing is what's keeping them up at night, because part of what I um, like to do with the, I guess the, the, you know, the, the, you know, when you touch on the pain part of the whole thing is if you, if the more you can get really clear on the, you know, cause again, they are in pain. If the pain is real to, to not talk about the pain is just, um, is just, um, it's just a uh, spiritual bypassing. So you want to, but you, but in order to know what it is, you have to really know what it is, what specifically it is. And also the more you can get into their mindset or in, or their language, I mean, because if you're speaking in their language, they're going to rec- they're going to recognize themselves. One of the biggest mistakes I see make is people try to market up, you know, use m- cute marketing language for everything because then your ideal clients don't even recognize what you're talking about. And so they have no idea mm. that you're actually talking to them. So the more you can actually get into their language and really feel their energy, the easier this is all going to be because then you can tailor your specific uh, offer to their problem. And that right there is where is where the magic happens. That's where you get a really strong, hot offer because you've tailored your offer to precisely what's keeping them up at night. Okay. So, and I think what happens, what you're saying then, if you were really in tune with that, then you, you maybe don't naturally default to the, you know, the, what fear-based language. So for me, my, my, you don't know how to, you don't know how to market. That's really what it is because you don't know what Mm. to say. So then you, you go into, you know, you, cause it's, it's kind of, it's an unconscious thing. So then we go back to like what, you know, like just kind of shaming or using fear. So a little bit, and then you start pushing instead of pulling. Exactly. So for me, like, 
I'm so passionate about what I do because so many of my clients, what they are is they look good on paper. They may have a podcast or a book, or they've been in business five, six, seven, whatever years, at least those amount of years. And, you know, they're, oh, I should be grateful. I'm making money and doing all this stuff, but they're still working way too many hours, right? They still got bloody knuckles. They're still grinding it out and thinking once I get past this next thing, right. And, oh, I just have to come in, you know, Saturday mornings, I just have to catch up my emails and Sunday afternoons. I just have to go in and get ready for Monday, right. This whole thing. And what I find so saddening and painful is they are isolated. They think that, oh, because they are often the go-to person in their family, they do get stuff done. They're highly efficient, but they think, well, there's just more to do than can be done because I can't, I, I keep thinking once I climb over this next mountain, if things will be different. So that's the thing these are the people I'm speaking to because they're alone late at night, hovered over a computer thinking, I promise next week will be different, like an addict. So if I speak to that and relate with them, then I don't need to be pushy and aggressive and make it fear-based because the reality they're living has got enough fear in it. I could sort of pull them out of their dark spot (laughs) with some, you know, some warmth. Exactly. That's exactly it. So then, cause you okay. know exactly what they're doing. So then you can speak to the solution more like that hot okay. offer, which is, you know, you can, you can, you know, what if, you know, what if you're living a business where you get it all done in, you know, 30 or even just 40 hours a week, you know, you just work yeah. normal business and you're, you're done and everything is done and you're making money and you don't have to do all these late nights and weekend catch-ups. So what's another thing that you see out there that's being done in a sloppy effort? So one thing is, is the go-to being money and, you know, and money is not like, even what you're just talking about, like you're working with entrepreneurs. So, you know, some uh, well-meaning marketing person might've come to you and say, oh, just focus on money. But the thing is, is that you're not focusing on money and what you're doing is just so much better because you're focusing on lifestyle and money is there Mm -hmm. and money is important. And yes, that's going to come up because obviously the more efficient they get, you know, chances are their income is going to go up, but that's not the main focus. The main focus is the lifestyle piece of it. So, um, you know, and there are people who are motivated by just making money like our billionaire class, but not everybody is motivated just by the, by, by making more money or winning the game. Most of the time people are motivated to make money because of what money is going to buy them. So money itself is not the end result. It's what they're going to buy them. So that's why getting to know what you're, what is really motivating your client is so powerful because maybe they're, maybe they're, their their children are everything so they want the so they want to make more money to send their kids to private school or to take summers off and go to like i've got one of my friends good entrepreneur friends to structure her business so every summer she's off and she goes up to a cabin and they spend a summer you know they spend like a month or two months at a cabin by the lake so and but she's got to make money during the year in order to pay for that so mm-hmm. that's what you want to, to really that's why getting to know them is so important because just this you know default oh money you know just just focus on money it's like yes but not really because it it's not mo- really a lot of people it's if more than you know are not i don't think are, are motivated by money because the people who are motivated by money are, are aren't aren't like in these things trying to figure out how to make more money because they are making more money because right. that's their motivation they might they probably have other problems but but making money is not the problem it's the yeah because it's a good point because <laughs> in the beginning i would say you know 
get more done, like work, uh, work less and make more money. But it, I mean, yes, you really will make more money when you work yeah, less because you now you're not putting at the end of the day, you're putting in so many hours. The Walmart greeter is making as much money as you, but the reality is on paper, they look like my, my clients look like they're making good money until you add the hours factor. But again, what they really want is I have them coming to me saying like, yeah, I got to stop neglecting my husband. He's been really good for these last 10 years, but I'm running out of excuses or I am missing time with my family or I've put on weight because I stopped exercising. Yes, that's a big one too. Yeah, Lifestyle has broken, right? Right. Right. So that's a really good point. It's really easy when they were always told money and sex sells, but that's not their biggest complaint. No, it's, it really yeah. isn't. It's just, it's, it's like a surface complaint. It's something when they, when, cause it's only when you start to talk the deeper that you start to mm. realize that money is, it, it, it's, it's, it's interesting because money can, can fix a lot of things, but money. And like I said, uh, you know, there, I, I really, I'm con- and I don't, I mean, I don't know this for certain, but I'm really convinced that it's really a very, very small percentage of the population mm-hmm. that's motivated purely like the McDuck, like the dad, you know, the, you know, the, uncle. yeah. yeah you know, with the, with all the, 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 you know, gold that he liked to swim around. And so, uh, you know, that there, there's though, that is like somebody motivated by money. But really well, that does lend money. itself, um, Michelle, to the whole argument. Like I know there's studies after study, after study right. about workplace satisfaction when you're an employee, yeah. That's that, exactly you know, it. when you workplace. feel valued and, yes. you, you know, people are very loyal. I mean, I've got a fantastic team and we just did the reviews and my gosh, if I ever get an award, all of them are going to accept it for me because I'm not nearly the glowing person that they say I am. But one of the things that they mentioned, and they pretty much said they'd never leave me was, you know, we, we have processes and super toolkits and we have a, 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 a thing for how everything gets done here so that you can keep your mind free and move on to the next thing. So when we have these things in play, like, and we get a new client, I say in there, oh my gosh, look, our machine works. This is what Kazel did. And because she did this, you know, we did this outreach and now we've got this new client. Thanks team. we got another new client. So I'm thanking them because it's the things in play that we do consistently that brings in this business. And they went on and on about how they've never been anywhere before where they were given credit for those kind of things and how valued they feel and feel like they're building something, you know, and that's just like, that's not about the money that's, they didn't mention the money at all. Not once. I know. Yeah. What, yeah. When they do that workplace, I know, isn't it like money is third or fourth, like, you know, yeah. paying them a raise, they want to just feel valued and like they're contributing to something bigger than themselves. And yeah. that's really a big, that's a big motivation for employees, but P and it's such a, and yeah, I mean, we try to do that too, with our team too, who's, who's been with us forever. And and, you know, because they're and, and get to, you know, kind of hear what their love language is without asking them and sounding really, really, really weird. <laughs> and then, and then give me before you pulled into an HR of another company. Yes. <laughs> I, know. I don't know how she misunderstood that. I was just looking for love language, right? It's just, just how to make it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. We have a few minutes left, Michelle. Tell us the one last thing that we should be mindful of as we wrap up here. And I think, and then the last thing would is really just your mindset. And I mean, and this is all kind of stuff that we touched upon. And because, because I will say that trying to make the shift um, and be patient with yourself. So this is all kind of part of it is that this is not easy because this is a lot of unconscious behaviors. And, um, and this is going to be very stressful. The first time you, the first it might be the first hundred times. Like the song goes, love hurts. <laughs> yeah. So, because the thing is you're going, you're going to want, you know, part of why, 
this fear-based thing works is because like when you send that shaming message to your client, you're releasing some of the pressure on yourself. So you mm. probably feel better doing that. But the thing is, is that, but that you might feel worse later when you think about it, but you feel better in the moment. Um, it's kind of like if, if you're an alcoholic, you know, the first, you, you know, you're drinking a lot and then the next, mm. you know, at the, at the time you feel that, you know, it's taking the pressure off, but then the next morning you're feeling a lot of, you know, you're hungover and you're regretful. So, so, or that cookie, I always say, if, exactly you know, people, cookie. I never judge somebody yes. with addictions. Cause if I, if it was like, you shouldn't have that second cookie, I'd be in prison. Right. I know <laughs> it is. And that's, yeah. Sugars too. It's like, you know, we've all yeah. done it. We've all, we've all like, and then you feel bad. So anytime. So if you look at your hat, look at your patterns of behavior, anything that you do, and then you feel bad about it later is probably something you really have to stop yourself from doing initially. And it's going to feel crappy when you do that. I'm going mm. to tell you right now, you are going, it's going to, but you just have to sit and you have to breathe into that emotion and you have to let it pass. And it, I guarantee you, it will pass. Once okay. it passes, it's going to be easier to do this in the future. And it's going to be easier to keep yourself from lashing out kind of unconsciously or mm -hmm. reacting without you being able to think. Because the biggest, one of the, another issue is like, you know, we, we're all, we all, we allow our emotions to control our actions. And if we mm. want to stop doing that, we have to stop. We have to make a conscious effort to not react and just let the emotion move through us. And then we can, and then at that point, we're going to be calmer and then we're going to be able to make proper, you know, you know, proper decisions and take, and take the right action. Yes. Yeah, my mother used to say when I was really young, She'd say, when you think you're really, really, really right, call three people yes. <laughs> before you That's do that. A good point. I know. Because yeah. You get to the third person, you're like, oh, my I, God. I don't need to <laughs> listen, right? Listen to me what happened. She'd say, call three people. Okay, Michelle, you're awesome. Where can people find more of your brilliance? So they can go to michellepw.com. That's got a link to all my different websites because I've got a lot okay. of like umbrella site. And um, and then also I do have um, a couple of, of love-based copywriting books out. Um, they're on Kindle and paperback and even audio. Okay. Actually. So, um, and you can, you can find those lovebasedbusiness.com um, or just search on Amazon or Kobo or wherever you, or Barnes and Noble. She's and, out there. That's what I'm she's out. saying. She's yeah. spreading the love. She is out there. Yeah. All right, Michelle, you are awesome. Thank you so much. We appreciate you and everyone else. We will see you in the next episode. Hey everyone. Don't forget to hop on over to free gift from Chris.com. That's free gift G I F T from Chris, K-R-I-S.com. We are always putting goodies in there for you so that you can have a business that supports your life instead of consuming it.